0: Welcome to Disembodied. This is episode 10, and it's called Annabelle Lee. The full title is Annabelle Lee and the Concept of Soulmates, or Romantic Dissipation. Have you ever read the poem Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe? It's a tortured tale of love. I'll read it to you since it's pretty short. Here it goes. It was many and many a year ago in a kingdom by the sea that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabel Lee. And this maiden she lived with no other thought than to love and be loved by me. I was a child and she was a child in this kingdom by the sea, but we loved with a love that was more than love, I and my Annabel Lee with a love that the winged seraphs of heaven coveted her and me. And this was the reason that long ago, in this kingdom by the sea, a wind blew out of a cloud, chilling my beautiful Annabel Lee, so that her high-born kinsmen came and bore her away from me, to shut her up in a sepulchre in this kingdom by the sea. The angels, not half so happy in heaven, when envying her in me. Yes, that was the reason, as all men know in this kingdom by the sea, that the wind came out of the cloud by night, chilling and killing my Annabel Lee. But our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we, of many far wiser than we, and neither the angels in heaven above nor the demons down under the sea can ever dissever my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. For the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabelle Lee, and the stars never rise but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And so, all the night tide, I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride, in her sepulchre there by the sea, in her tomb by the sounding sea. It's a beautiful poem. It has a a great rhythm. This poem is one that has always stuck in my memory since childhood. The imagery of Annabelle Lee being so missed because the spirit world intervened and broke up a human love affair by taking her life. Wow, that's a total punch in the gut. And these were jealous angels. Angels are supposed to be evolved beyond humanity, right? This poem brings up two things for me, spiritually speaking. First of all, the tendency for humans to blame the spirit world when death comes unexpectedly. And second, the idea of a transcendent soulmate relationship between humans. The soulmate discussion is the one I want to address in this episode of Disembodied. It's a concept that both comforts and tortures our inner spirit somehow. (laughs) In all honesty, I'm hesitant to use the term soulmate these days. It reminds me of when I worked with a down-to-earth yet cynical New Yorker who pretty much laughed her ass off at how frequently that term was used in California had to laugh with her despite my own experience as a half believer in the concept. The problem in California is every time you think you've found your soulmate, you find out his soul has a number of mates. It's the I can do better state for sure, California. So why include this in a spiritual podcast, this topic? Because with all the things going wrong in the world, Romantic delusion and dissipation still factor highly in causing human sadness. This concept of finding the romantic partner, as if there's only one, that's tightly aligned with you on a deep level seems to be a losing game. Even if you do find this person, so many things can go wrong and end up dissolving the relationship, which just turns feeling shattered into a long-term burden. I always had a tough time finding a guy with substance and smarts. This was years ago now, but I did end up finding someone who really seemed to suit me. I remember feeling grateful that I had happened to talk to him one evening while I was at a restaurant with a friend, even though initially I didn't really have an interest in him. He came across as a deep-thinking, sophisticated guy, while still able to laugh at himself. Those are good qualities. Later, when I would remember the first conversation we had, it seemed so unique compared to the trivial conversations I typically had with guys. Long story short, I convinced myself, without much effort, that this guy had to be the love of my life. We dated for a few months until I found out he had just gotten married while we were dating. (laughs) Funny, right? Hey, I can laugh about it now, but let me tell you, that turned out to be an ugly shock that came close to ruining my life. I had never been delusional enough to think that he and I would just be together forever, But his actions led me to a haunting new realization that men were loveless creatures, that they were absolutely incapable of love. And I had thought men loved women before that, but a switch just turned off inside me. It's important to say I didn't really decide to adopt that way of seeing men. I just couldn't avoid it. Eventually, I overcame that limited view of men, And I never hated anybody. But I think this type of romantic dissipation can destroy your faith in people, first of all, and it can destroy your sense of hope for a better future. Incidentally, whenever I told that story to friends, I'd so often hear even worse stories that would make me feel like I had no reason to complain. A former co-worker of mine told me her fiancé canceled their wedding the night before it was to take place, which of course left her parents stuck with the entire cost of the wedding and the reception. Not only did she spend months, probably years, feeling unlovable, but she had to deal with the guilt of having set her parents back financially. The concept of having a soulmate seems to really attach a weighty outcome to relationships. I'm going to go with the Buddhists and agree that attaching yourself to an outcome tends to cause suffering. Everyone with any life experience suffers such losses, but I do think that society seems to push women more in the direction of getting overly caught up with romance. So women tend to suffer more, though I know men get their ears boxed as well when it comes to matters of love. What I want to say to younger women is, don't allow a failed romance to derail your life. When I look back on the things that left me shattered, I see that overcoming those disappointments made me more steady over time somehow. Overcoming obstacles has a way of helping you determine or hone your ability to know what's important. You can gain a lot by simply finding a way to move on by taking a new direction. And let's face it, folks, hating people for what they did to you never really does you any good. So I wouldn't bother with it. So what do you think? Would Edgar have lived a better life with his beautiful Annabelle Lee? We can't really know, but I reckon Annabelle Lee might have trounced his tender heart had she lived on. She was a looker, and he was pretty attached to an outcome. He was all in with the concept of soulmates, so I'm thinking he might have suffered more had she lived. At any rate, that's it for this episode of Disembodied. Take care of your soul, whether it has a mate or not.